0: yeah we have been living the dream
1: yeah <sighs> yep we're slowly coming together we aren't those McElroys where we already have three podcasts that we're recording at a time uh, yeah so previously on exiled the team was sent to Canada where they had to save the entire world from the religious really shitty appropriative plans of government stooge Canadian cable and by working together they found a peaceful solution, but when the team was returned to the base, they found out that Jubilee was being resurrected in her own universe, and was being forced to leave the team. Let's find out what happens now on Exiled. One of the things that we've gotten feedback from, uh, thanks to the many listeners that Jen brings in, Uh is that we don't necessarily, not everybody who listens to this podcast has the same level of Marvel encyclopedic knowledge that I have, or even the Marvel encyclopedic knowledge plus like really pointless bullshit knowledge that I have. One might say that even your players don't have that.
0: Yeah, one might say that uh, you need to tone it down.
1: Wow, I feel so attacked right now.
2: Good, I'm attacking you. You're a monster, Luke.
1: You guys say that every week. Well, it's It's true. It's all small meaning. Yeah, but James is literally a Wendigo, so. Not in real life. life. Um, yeah, so what I wanted to do is, uh, for our three returning players, uh, give a brief summary of your character, like, who they are, and, like, just an explanation, because just saying, I'm Devin, and I play Gorilla Man doesn't really help people who don't know who Gorilla Man is, so... Uh, introduce yourselves, and then introduce your character. What
2: order are we going in, Luke? You have to set this for us.
1: Uh, Devin, Jen James.
2: All right. Well, I'm Devin, and I play Gorilla Man. Uh, Gorilla Man, he is an immortal gorilla who, if someone kills him, they get cursed with the Gorilla Man curse, and will also become a Gorilla Man.
1: Also, he used to, also he is Secret Agent Ken Hale, who works with the agents of Atlas? I mean, that you sort of buried the lead there with the gorilla. I really
0: don't think so. The lead of Gorilla Man is not that he's also a secret agent, it's that he's a gorilla. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm Jen. I play Enchantress. Uh, she is a Anna's guardian goddess who has a lot of sorcery. She's uh, usually a villain, but in. Her multiverse, she is a uh sometimes
1: uh ally of Asgard. And like when we did the alignment, I mean she was still evil aligned, so Yes, but she tries. Your mileage may vary. And trying is half the battle.
0: And I'm James, I play a Wendigo, specifically a version of Francois Lartigue, who in the right conditions in the Canadian North feasted on human flesh and was thus uh, cursed with the Curse of the Wendigo. So he is a large, white, furry monster, uh, but he has been somewhat rehabilitated through the power of friendship, uh, which was uh, hearable in one of our previous RPG specials on uh, Multiversal Q, and so now hes he still eats people, but he's a little nicer about
1: it. Good times. And, uh, after Jubilee has vanished back to her own universe because she was getting resurrected by some stupid zombie-related plot.
0: Hashtag Jesus problems.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we cut back to maybe a day or so. You guys have been given time to wander around the, uh, base before getting assigned your next mission. Uh, what have you guys been doing in that time?
2: I don't know, just kind of checking in with everything, seeing, like, if we can find new equipment or all that for our next missions.
1: Like, the first person you talk to when you try and to do that is like, no, you, you need some time to relax, you get a break here, so you can <laughs> worry about equipment when you get to your next
2: Well, mission. then I'm going to get some
3: bananas, and I'm going to go take a nap. That's racist. Well, if I can't look for stuff... What else is there to do in this crystal sort of dungeon?
1: Uh, it's more of like a one of those like uh, tall skyscrapers that has a uh, like sort of shitty mall on the first two or three floors of it. Except it's all made out of uh, pink crystal.
2: Well, what stores are at this
1: mall? There's a uh, greeting card store. That also deals with uh, some fancy chocolates. Uh, There's a Greek restaurant and a Chinese restaurant, though the Chinese food comes from a different universe where a lot of their recipes are actually traditional Mandarin as opposed to the standard mall Chinese food. There's a place that sells really overpriced tchotchkes and uh, there's one or two other stores. There's a uh, uh, like a dress maker uh, A tailor, that's the word I'm looking for I'm running on 4 hours and 20 minutes of sleep Literally that is what it says on my uh, Fitbit So there may be questions in this episode Who is
0: one percenter here?
1: <laughs> Wait, only having 4 hours and 20 minutes of sleep? I'm
0: having a Fitbit, come on
1: Oh, mm-hmm. I got it from work Yeah, so those are the stores that are in the mall base. Uh, There's also a bar. There's like two or three bars, weirdly. But one is literally like a fancy bar. One is in a uh, third building that's sort of a steakhouse. And then the uh, other one is more or less a club that's been built into a uh, hallway that doesn't really lead anywhere. And so there's just, like, someone standing with strobe lights as, like, heavy techno music plays.
3: I think uh, Enchantress first wanders around the tchotchke store trying to find something with, um, like, checking everything to see if anything has um, interesting enchantments on it. And then, uh, frustrated uh... by that, she uh, just goes to the, the fancy bar, the nice one. And just yeah. chills there.
1: Yeah, weirdly, despite most of the tchotchkes uh, being, like, wizards and dragons and stuff, none of them are actually magic. They just have fancy-ass overpriced glass orbs on them.
0: Can we say that the enchantress accidentally went to do a Spencer's?
1: I mean, that's basically
3: what happened, right?
1: No, this... it's not really it, a It's
3: Spencer's. Renfair Spencer's. Like, I think the store was yeah. actually called Enchantments...
0: Oh, fuck, yeah, I've been to that store.
1: Yeah, yeah. That store has some
0: dragons.
1: That's different than Spencer's. Spencer's would be, like, beer party sign, or, like, beer pong wall hanging. Lava lamps. There
0: were a surprising amount of dragons at Spencer's Gifts.
1: Yeah, no, I'm thinking of, like, the places that have those $300 statues that you have no idea who buys them. And then... Like you see the one guy who comes in with like this stiff buttoned up shirt and it's like, oh okay, that's the guy who's buying all of these hundred dollar dragon statues.
3: Yeah, I wanted them though
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, you get to the bar and it's a classy affair and you're able to drink for free. Yeah, as, uh, yeah, I am part of the team. Well, beyond people offering you drinks. Which is standard uh, Enchantress play.
3: Yeah, and Enchantress would be confused if she did
1: have to pay for anything.
0: And uh, Wendigo. Uh, Wendigo was mostly just hitting up Wendigo Orange Julius and catching up on the WWE Network in advance of WrestleMania. So he's going through all you know all, uh, all of the main events, all the Undertaker matches. You know, he's seeing if 26, 27 really are as bad as they thought.
1: Okay, and you're specifically trying to get the WWE network from your home universe.
0: I mean, I assume WWE is a constant.
1: Well, yeah, but there's different rosters and. Different no, no, locations.
0: I assume the one version is a constant. That's what I'm saying. Oh no. That's horseshit. It is, uh,
1: it is different across the multiverse. There's well, then a-
0: I guess I'm discovering what multiverse, what the multiverse's WWE networks are.
1: Oh, most of them are named WWE Network, but there's the one where it's like John Cena and uh, Cesaro are raising a child together.
2: That
0: sounds like the best one.
1: And it, that's also part of a live show on their uh, version of uh, whatever reality e? channel. Yeah, I was good.
0: Is it called Total week? Daddies?
1: Yes. So now we have, uh, alienated more of the audience by bringing in wrestling. <laughs> Good times. Uh, Let's see.
0: Wrestling, daddy, uh, could I bring in Vore again? Now that I know what it is?
2: <laughs>
3: yes. Yeah, I think we have a pretty solid, uh, constant <laughs> Vore programming.
0: Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, and, uh... Yeah, when you guys aren't here, you all have sort of like small apartments that you're able to stay in and decorate as you want. But after your day or so of rest, uh, you get a a message that your team is supposed to report uh, back to the base because you have a mission coming up. So uh, first thing you do is go into the research labs with uh, Dr. Young and uh, Dr. Jenkins, who you guys met before. And, uh, yeah, they're like, okay, so what are you guys looking to, uh, improve this time?
2: Oh, I think
0: I'm pretty good already. I mean, I just, like, just, I just discovered that I have a tail. Have you known this whole time that I have a tail?
1: Yeah, do you want to, like, be able to move shit around with that?
0: I think so. I think that'd be fun.
1: Yeah, no, no, we can, uh, help you out there. And, uh, while they start, like, looking and examining... Your uh tail windigale. Uh, Gorilla Man, do you notice a uh, weird looking amulet on a table.
2: Ooh, I wanna pick it up.
1: Uh you pick it up and Dr. Jenkins like quickly turns around and he's like, Oh shit, no as the uh amulet glows bright blue and uh then disappears from your hand.
2: Oh, I guess I didn't get anything. I'm sorry I lost Uh, your magical rock, sir.
1: He... He takes a step back and is like, uh... Your gorilla man thing is part of a magical curse, right?
2: Yeah, what of it?
1: Uh... Yeah, that amulet made that curse infectious. Oh. Yeah, if you, uh someone or pretty much get bodily fluids into them or on them, they have a chance of also becoming a gorilla.
2: Interesting.
1: And that's how the entire party became gorillas. Get ready to redraw that cover art, gem I hate you. They turn over to you, Enchantress, and are like, is there anything we can do for you right now?
3: Um, let me off this rock.
1: Ah, can't do that until you're spot in the universe is back to normal
3: mm-hmm
1: or if someone tried to bring you back from the dead but it's not like Ragnarok's and undo Ragnarok's don't happen all the time so you know it's only a matter of time Enchantress
3: Loki will remember I exist at some point
1: right um, okay and then comes the uh, last fun part uh, which one of you wants to, uh, get your item from the magical machine?
3: Me.
0: I want to get my item.
2: Oh, cool item.
1: Uh, yeah, no, only one of you are getting it. You get one before each mission, so you're going to be starting your fifth one, so only one person gets one. The last time was just catch up.
0: I say let's just high roll. It sounds fair.
1: Okay. Uh, do you want to do, uh... High rolls on the uh, percentiles, then.
2: Yep. Yeah. yeah. Twenty-eight. Eighty-two. Uh,
3: can I? I I got a thirty-six. Can I roll an uh, illusion to make it higher? Yes, mm-hmm. you can.
2: <laughs> can I claim that James is dyslexic and he also got a twenty-eight? No. <laughs> Darn. I'm in the yellow. Maybe I'm dyslexic and I got an eighty-two.
1: Uh, so what number did he roll, Jen? Oh, oh yeah, I have... your, your, your illusion works, so what number did he roll?
3: Um, what was, uh, James's again?
1: 82, I believe.
3: Okay, then, uh, let's say, uh, 91. That's horse shit, this is horse shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh... Well, I will also mention that Jen is the only person who did not spend karma, so she will be a major source of the group's karma pool for this week. So
0: I don't—I don't think that justifies cheating. But maybe okay. I
2: accidentally spit in an enchantress's drink, Luke. <laughs>
1: uh, you, you wouldn't want to do that to a person who could probably remove your curse permanently, so. Uh, yeah, so Jen, you are getting the random item this week. Roll a d12 for me. Nine. Okay, so, uh, you walk up to the machine, uh, you reach your hand in, and what you pull back is this large staff. It is, uh, ooh. The seemingly stone staff, except that it's a very light type of stone, and uh, on the top is a large red glowing stone. And uh, this, uh, uh, Doctor Jenkins comes over. is called the Jinku staff. Really. So I will uh, put the stats on it. Yes. Uh, what it allows you to do. Basically, burn things, have some level of uh, control over lava, and you're able to really easily destroy metal now. Did, did I hear right that it's called the Jenkins staff? Jinku, J-I-N-K-O. Oh, okay. No, it's not the Jenkins okay. staff.
3: That's much cooler, okay. thank you. Fantastic. Yes. I give it an experimental twirl.
1: Uh, you, like, swing it past a... Oh, I misdescribed it. There's a large glowing white stone at the top. Uh, you twirl it around, and it accidentally bumps into a metal chair. Uh, roll me a check at incredible. Okay.
3: That's 12. And, yeah, that's not anything.
1: Good. I'll just... Yeah. You, uh, like, tap it. it, it glows for a second, but it doesn't seem to fully activate, so. You need to roll a bit higher for it to do its thing.
0: I hope the staff fails literally every time you try to use it.
1: <laughs> That's not nice.
0: Yeah, neither was yeah. cheating, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Said the frog to the scorpion.
0: I I what? play by the rules. Also, it's Scorpion to the frog, come on.
1: No, because you're the frog critiquing the scorpion, not the scorpion admitting that they're evil. Meh. You're like the other frog who wasn't dumb enough to... Yeah, we are getting way off track here. Happy Daylight Savings time, everybody. Uh, yeah, so they uh, lead you over to... Uh, the uh, platform where you saw Jubilee teleported, and all of a sudden, uh, uh, Doctor Jenkins is like, "Oh, this is where we're going to get your uh, new team member." And all of a sudden, you see a another teenage girl who appears in a uh, green dress, a uh, yellow face mask, and bright red hair. And uh, Kaylee, are you there? I'm here. So explain a bit about your character who you're playing right now.
4: I'm playing Jean Grey, Marvel girl from the original X-Men team. Uh, she's a teenage girl with telepathy and telekinesis, so she can read minds and lift objects with her mind.
1: Wonderful. And, uh, yeah, so you've just been pulled out of your universe, not entirely sure, like, what happened that uh, killed you yet and uh one minute you're in a uh, mission and the next minute you are confronted by a gorilla, a giant white looking hairy monster and uh another woman in a green dress so that last one's not as uh disturbing <laughs> and also what dude This is uh, the
4: weirdest uh, brotherhood of mutants I've seen yet
0: do we recognize her?
1: Uh, let's roll some recognition rolls. Uh, Gorilla Man, because of your X-Men background, I'll give you like a plus 30 to your recognition roll.
2: I rolled a 66, so that would then be a 96. Okay. I rolled a 58. Or maybe,
0: maybe I rolled a 91.
1: I rolled an 86. Okay. Uh, so Gorilla Man and Enchantress, you recognize this as a, uh, version of Marble Girl, uh, when she was younger or when she was pulled from the past into the future, and, uh, yeah, you generally know that she's a good kid to have around, and, uh, you guys have a, uh, moral compass, again, in the form of another teenage girl.
3: Now, I don't have this on my list, but do I have any um, ability to sort of close off my uh, psyche, so to speak?
1: Like to prevent mind-reading? Yeah. Uh, Not necessarily.
3: That would be something
1: that you can invest points on in the future. I just narrow my
3: eyes pretty hard.
1: Give give her some uh, pretty intense skull eye. What about uh, Gorilla Man and Wendigo?
0: Hi, I'm Frank. Hi, I'm Ken.
1: Uh, Dr. Jenkins is going to back up. Uh, I'll I'll let you guys explain the uh, Exile stuff to her. Now, what is going on?
2: Well, we're kind of being forced to go from universe to universe, saving the day, and maybe, just maybe, if we don't die, we can be sent back to our home world.
0: Uh, last last week we uh, solved settler colonialism, so that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Still can't go home though. Oh yeah. Also, hi. Yeah, I'm Frank. I uh, I eat people sometimes.
1: Oh boy. And uh, as you're sort of standing there dumbstruck, you is uh, Jean going to be left-handed or right-handed? Uh, right-handed. Uh, you look down out of your right hand as this golden armband appears on it with a large pink stone in the middle of it. Oh, wow, what's this?
3: Seems about right.
1: The, uh, rest of you recognize this as the, uh, talus that had previously been, um, Jubilee's arm.
3: Well, you should be used to, uh, voices in your head, so this should be fine
1: for you. (laughs) Is one of you going to explain the talus, or...?
3: I mean, do
0: any of us really know what it does? We haven't...
1: Ex- Good point.
0: I assumed, I, I assumed uh, Jubilee was just telling us where to go of her own intuition.
1: Okay. Gene, you're going to hear a voice in your head that's different than when you're reading people's minds, and it's going to say, this is the talus. It is our way of communicating with you who guide you on your missions. You're also now effectively the team leader. Best of luck.
4: <laughs> oh, wow. Can't be worse than having Professor X in my head all day.
0: Uh, We'll see.
3: You might be all right.
1: And uh, with that, uh, you guys know that the uh, last thing you get to do is go into the... Uh, Tansur chamber and uh, ask him a question. Well, really? uh, I, I say you re-
2: yeah, what? remember
1: that. Uh, but uh, Dr. Jenkins runs back and he's like, yeah, oh, uh, remember to go talk to the boss man. You get your uh, whole question before getting sent off to your mission. So, uh, he gestures you over to the massive doors that lead to Tansur's chamber. And uh, you guys walk in And it's the uh, whole Wizard of Oz type setup. And the uh, voice booms at you. Congratulations on completing your last mission. This next one shall be another great test from what I understand. But you're now allowed to ask me one question that I will answer truthfully.
3: I got nothing. None of you have
1: a question for me. About
2: the up, puddle up, puddle up. <laughs> about yeah, let's group up. Okay, members.
3: last time we asked how we get out of here. What do we? What do we need to know? Do you think
2: he'll tell us how many more missions we have to do until we can go home? I think it's just going to be
0: a weird nebulous number where he, he mm-hmm. can't say for sure. Probably
2: true.
3: Hmm.
1: Well, Gene, you'd probably have the most questions here on this whole organization and everything that works on. So, like, you can feel free to talk openly and ask questions.
4: Uh, okay, Let's see. very confused teenage girl. Um, okay, what are we supposed to do next?
0: I don't know. Normally, uh, n- normally the leader of the team is just told that we're going someplace, and then we go someplace. And then we usually kill some people. Are, are, are you okay with killing? Because we tend to kill. <laughs> we can kill a little less if you're not okay with it. But again... you your
2: dark phase yet? No. I do eat people. Well, that's
4: disconcerting.
0: <laughs> don't worry, I don't I'm, eat my friends.
4: I'm a very idealistic teenage girl from the hippie 60s, so I'm like, no killing!
2: Well, don't worry, that'll change soon enough.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, the 70s are right around the corner.
1: I'm looking forward to our next, like, teenage girl who joins a team who's from the 40s. Who's, like, incredibly jingoistic. And, and racist. Uh, nationalist.
4: <laughs> oh, the original Miss America. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, you guys have a, uh, question that you can ask the, uh, boss, so...
3: I mean, I have plenty of questions, but most of mine are sarcastic and probably not helpful, so... Nothing at all? I guess I'm curious what this, uh, whole operation is run on. What kind of energy?
1: Ah! When you say energy... Please be the
0: life force of the innocent. Please be the life force of the innocent.
1: <laughs> there is a certain cosmology and uh, life force that exists within the universe that we seek to protect from unnatural entropy, worlds that ended before they should. That
2: was not the question that she asked. Y-
1: you interrupted me, gorilla Man. I mean, unless you are asking, literally, what do we eat here? I mean, could you define your question a bit more, Enchantress?
3: What? Hmm. How does this place exist?
1: Ah. We are in the Panopticron. It is a... Hmm. I'm working on figuring out the best way to explain it. It has always existed outside of common time and space. It is a observation place into other worlds. I myself do not know who created it, but we are currently residing in it.
0: I think it might have been Jesus, guys.
1: Okay, you guys are off to your mission now. (laughs) And, uh... You guys get uh, teleported away. Uh, Wendigo, I know you don't need to make the endurance checks anymore, but everyone... I think I get is... a plus
0: three column shift on them.
1: Let's see. Also, sorry about the dog that is parking in the backyard.
0: Yeah, how fucking Got dare are you?
1: I rolled an 80.
0: What am I What am I rolling against?
3: Like, what?
1: Uh, you're just rolling an endurance check. But oh, is this for
3: Transporting? Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: I got
4: a 91.
0: Ooh. I got a green, just barely.
2: Yep. I got a solid
4: green. yellow.
1: And yellow. Okay. Yeah, so all of you get through pretty well. Wendigo, with that one, maybe because you haven't really had a, a lot of uh, human flesh to eat in a while. Your, your stomach's not super good. But, like, otherwise, you guys land in here and you are fine. And uh, you guys find yourselves uh, standing in uh, what all of you are able to recognize as New York City. It's one of those cities that, like, you get in there and you can see enough of the uh, landmarks from almost any point where you are to be like, oh, yeah, this is New York City. This is the Big Apple. This is... Appletown. this is the world's capital and uh you guys are currently on the corner of west 145th street and adam clayton powell jr boulevard if you want to play at home listeners you can open up your google maps now <laughs> and uh you guys look around and the city is sort of in shambles for those of you who uh oh, i'm not sure if any of you would have been in new york in the 80s but it looks or well i guess the 70s and 80s but it looks like 70s and 80s new york so a lot of trash a lot of graffiti and uh yes what do you i have? immediately
0: go into the h&r block on this corner and get my taxes done
1: <laughs> uh wait where are you saying there's an h&r block on this corner
0: Wait, you say we're on 145th and Clayton, or...
1: Uh, Adam Clayton Powell Boulevard? Yeah. Oh, okay. Your map must have been more zoomed in than... Yeah, you're more zoomed in than my map is. Yep, there's that H&R block. Uh, it is currently boarded up.
0: Sweet, I don't have to pay my taxes.
1: 184th and what? Let's
0: all get extra fur coats.
1: 145th and uh, 7th Avenue slash Adam Clayton Powell Boulevard, Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Boulevard. Goodness.
0: Uh, Sweet Google Maps-based humor.
1: Yes. (laughs) Uh, One other thing that you noticed, though, is uh, on the boarded-up windows, there is a stylized image of a dragon on it.
0: Hell yeah, we're in the most metal universe!
1: Uh, it's an Asian-style dragon, not a European-style dragon. So a long-type dragon. And, uh... You all... Would Jean Grey have a cell phone from her universe, Kaylee?
4: Uh, no. She's, like, vaguely from the 60s.
1: Okay.
0: So she hasn't spent any time, like, in the present or anything? Like, she's straight from the 60s?
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, those of you who have uh, cell phones, if you tried to check them out right now, you'd notice that there is a, there is no signal on them right now. Well, no phone signal. But you do notice over a lot of the city there are a set of recurring streamers or uh, recurring uh, handouts that are floating around on the ground just horribly littering this place
0: i grab and one 20
1: percent uh you uh pick it up it says uh hypno hustlers news channel this and seems has
0: this seems a, fine and i hold it up for everyone else
1: and it has a uh, radio channel on it
2: what's the radio channel
1: k-r-h-y-p
2: let's listen to it
1: uh, yeah, weirdly, your uh, cell phones, just because they've been tinkered with, are now able to easily pick up radio stations. And you're able to uh, listen in as the uh, voice says This is Hypno Hustler Radio. It's me, the Hypno Hustler, spinning you the best tracks of the 70s, 80s, and, well, as far as I'm concerned, music stopped after that point. That was Cool and the Gang with Boogeyman. And it's time for some news. Word is coming down there's going to be some sort of brawl between the boomerangs after uh, things did not go so well with one of their recent acquisitions. So those of you who are looking to uh, stay safe will say you may want to stay out of the City College campus.
2: We're playing the Warriors, aren't we, Luke? Oh no, that's right near
3: us. We gotta get a team look quickly.
2: Headbands. Headbands
0: and cut-off jean vests.
4: (laughs) Their names be dazzled on the back.
1: And, in other news, it sounds like Uncle Sam is not necessarily too happy about how the King of New York has been dealing with. So, from what we've heard, he's sending in a team of his own people to help and, uh, deal with us. So to those, uh, people who are being sent into this dangerous city... Here is a tune for you. And, uh, you notice that uh, coming from above the uh, skyline is this massive, like, a uh, helicopter, except it's one of those that has, like, the two propellers on it, like the aircraft carrier one. And as it floats over to you, it seems to uh, be dropping a series of large crates that are going to be landing down near you guys. And, uh... Oh, God, it's, it's jazz! <laughs> it's too funky! Uh, and, uh, as you no know, one really you is really know. liking
0: this thing, just pretending to! Uh,
1: <laughs> and, uh, as you get down, there's ten boxes that land. Out of the first one emerges this uh, guy dressed up like a tactical soldier. Out of the next one is a uh, man with a large sniper rifle. Out of another one is a uh, man who's carrying a uh, bunch of bowling pins. Out of the one after is a man who seems to currently be on fire. The next one has a man who seems to be some sort of giant reptile. Then there is a uh, blonde haired woman looks very upset with the sword. There's a uh, Asian woman with a uh, katana on her back, red hair, and a white outfit. And the uh, last man looks to be some sort of Tafco officer fixed up with guns and some sort of repelling uh, outfit. Welcome to the uh, Marvel version of the uh, Suicide Squad.
2: Yeah, once again, I'm Devin. I'm playing Ken Hale, the Gorilla Man. And you can find me on Twitter at Fred O'Fett. That's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T.
3: I'm Jen. I'm playing the Enchantress. And you can find me on Twitter at StreetOverJen. And you can find my art at StreetOverJen.com.
0: And I'm James. You can find me on Twitter at Leask, L-E-A-S-K. And you can also find me at Comics Alliance, uh, where I do recaps and I write stuff.
4: I'm Kaylee, I play Marvel Girl, and you can find me at ranch, ranch on Twitter, and you can find my writing about comics and pop culture at WomenWriteAboutComics.com.
1: And uh, I'm Luke, your Game Master. You can find me on you know, Twitter at, at @coltrag and you can find my stuff at L-U-K-E-H-E-R-R.com. X-Loud is a weekly podcast. We are also a Patreon-supported podcast if you enjoy what we're doing and want early episodes and other important things. Like the uh, play set I'll say, that's going to go along with the uh, whole New York City adventure. Uh, you can support us on Patreon. We're going to be updating that, but for the meantime, you can find a link to that on our website, which is exiledpodcast.com. We are also on Twitter at exodepodcast.com. And uh, now is the uh, part of the show where we get a question in from our reader, and we're just going to be... Using the same question for everyone once per episode this time, and the question comes in from frequent question asker and Patreon backer Xavier Files, who's the namesake of Zach Jenkins, Doctor Jenkins, and uh, let's go with a gorilla man. Who is the person you miss the most from your universe?
2: Well, I mean, obviously Jimmy because he was killed. That wound is never. Like, fully healed.
1: But, like, alive, people, I guess.
2: Oh. Well, that would definitely be M11, the killer robot, because he and I would just pal around, and he could pick me up and carry me, which I enjoy.
1: Is that, like, a fetish thing for you, Gorilla Man? No,
2: because then I can shoot guns out of both my feet and hands.
1: That's a power move. And, uh... Yeah, if you want to send in questions, you can do so at the uh, Twitter, which is at Exiled Podcast on the Twitter space, or you can just message me on there. Either way really works, and I will get those questions in. Now, let's get back to the episode. Uh, who wants to roll to see if they recognize the first person, the uh, Soldier Man?
0: I'll roll. And I rolled a two. I assume I do not recognize them.
1: No, but for those of you playing at home, it is John Walker, who in most universes is US agent and who had been sort of the uh, Captain America when, on one of the many times that Captain America uh, was attempted to uh, be replaced. Uh, who wants to roll for our person with the big sniper rifle? I'll roll. Okay.
4: Okay, I got a thirty-one.
1: Uh, you probably would have had a hard time recognizing the uh, person. This is uh, Rich Von Burian, who is also known as Sniper. He is a Punisher villain who is a talented sniper.
0: That's a that's a lot of saying the word sniper. <laughs>
1: Yes, so do. his name's
0: Sniper, he's a talented sniper, and he has a sniper rifle.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, who wants to roll for the person with the bowling pins?
2: Sure. I rolled a 67.
1: Uh, you sort of know this guy. His name is uh, Alvin Healy. His uh, superhero handle is 10pin, Well, his supervillain handle. And he has specially weighted bowling pins that he uses for various stunts.
2: Is it Daniel Day Lewis?
1: He does have a Daniel Day Lewis quality to him now. Oh man! What a brilliant method actor!
2: You mean he's
0: overrated?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hot movie takes here. Uh, who wants to roll for our guy on fire?
0: You know I'll roll again. Let's see how I do this time. Thirty-two.
1: Okay. Yeah, you don't know who this person is, but it is a uh, a villain known as Molten Man, Mark Allen, whose entire body is more or less burning metal. All the
0: oh, other. hey Jen, guess what you can do?
1: Oh, <laughs> fine. Uh, who wants to roll for our? <laughs> uh, who wants to roll for our Snake person? Uh, snake. Not the person. millennial. We don't have a millennial here. Sneeple.
3: I'll roll for snake person. That's a 26.
1: Uh, this is Cobra, uh, Klaus Vorhees, who, uh, you don't know him, but uh, his entire body and bone structure is very soft, so he can uh, fit through a lot of holes. He also likes to poison people a lot and do other dickish things. Uh, who wants to roll for the Mean-looking blonde who is not on our team.
2: I'll roll for that. 71.
1: <laughs> uh, you recognize her as Andrea Strucker, who is part of our Finris. Uh, she's tied to Hydra, has varying levels of creepy relationships to her uh, brother. And uh, weirdly, her brother is not here right now. But when they uh, touch, she is able to shoot energy blasts. And who wants to roll for the red-haired Asian woman?
3: Uh, 13.
1: Uh, you do not recognize Colleen Wing, who is a martial artist and detective. And, uh, James, why not roll for the last person?
0: Oh, clean, oh, clean. I will roll for them right now. 22. Oh, I don't know nothing.
1: No, that sucks because this is a, uh indigenous uh, First Nation person. This is John Gray Crow, who has the really unfortunate superhero uh, moniker of Scowpuncher.
0: Yeah, that one, that one ain't great.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's questionably better than Slipknot.
0: No, it's not.
1: Is
4: it better than Sniper?
0: Slipknot is just a bad name. It's also okay. the name of a bad band. Uh, Scalp Hunter is just actively racist, so. (laughs) Uh,
1: Scalp Hunter has the power to build technology and uh, quickly jerry-rig things together. Uh, And as you're, like, staring this down, one last crate gets uh, dropped out of that helicopter-y thing. And this last one falls open. And enchantress, you recognize this person immediately. He like stumbles out one or two steps. Then he sees you, and his face goes pale. This is a uh, version of Scourge, the executioner.
0: What are you,
3: Scourge, got? darling?
1: Ah, uh, wait. Ah. Uh, his face sort of turns red and he's like he, he takes one or two steps back and this is uh when john Walker's going to get up and is like okay you guys aren't doing any sort of uh coordinated costuming so who are you guys oh sorry i'm uh Lieutenant Commander John Walker.
2: What, do three of the four of us have the same matching jackets on? That is true.
0: I've never once taken off my Harry Osborne Experience Memorial jacket.
3: I want to cast Illusion to turn them green to match the group. <laughs> so
1: everyone's going to be wearing green jackets now? It goes with my outfit.
3: Uh, that's in the green?
1: Uh, yeah, so the uh, leather jackets uh, turn green in color.
3: Oh, did I get one the last... Episode? Uh, I don't remember. You you
1: rejected the offer to uh, get a jacket, but since you're all wearing green, I'm assuming that you put in sort of like the circular designs that you got that uh, Enchantress has on her dress. Oh yeah, like that detailing. So now it's. Would you have put the Enchantress's face on the back of it? No. On the back of the jackets? No. But that,
3: no. that's tacky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's more of you You've all got the uh, same color green on now.
3: The jackets have the same embroidery. They're just green leather now. It's nice. I'll, it'll turn back. It's fine. <laughs> Kevin.
0: Yeah, I'm totally fine with all this.
1: Green and white is a good color combination.
0: Yeah. It's the color of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders.
1: More Canadian facts. More Canadian facts all the time. Walker it's like, okay, uh, so... Uh, Enchantress, I'm assuming that you're here to rescue Sturge. Yes, definitely. <sighs> I open
3: well, my- I hold my arms out like I'm ready for him to run into my arms.
1: Yeah, that's not really going to work, and he pulls out a small remote control device that he has. Everybody here, beyond me and uh, my good partner Colleen over here, have been- outfitted with nano explosives. So if he does anything that I don't like, we're uh not gonna have him on the team anymore if you Who, who is
3: saying this again?
1: Uh John Walker. Okay. What does he do again? <laughs> uh he is the leader of the team. He's the most soldiery looking guy.
0: He's, he's shitheel Captain America. Outside yep. of current comics Captain
1: America.
3: Okay. Well I'd like to um cast am I in I I'm in Pretty close range, yeah?
1: Uh, he is close enough for a. Uh, captivate?
3: Ranged... Yep. Okay, I'm gonna roll Captivate. Are you gonna make
0: him just press the button?
3: No! That's you a... totally should! Not. I, I, I gotta get Scourge out of there first. It's my body. Yeah, and remember you no don't killing. really care about him. Oh, uh, that's in the yellow?
1: So you captivate him. And, uh, he is under your power right now.
3: No, 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 no. We don't need to do any of that. Why don't you give that to me?
1: He complies and hands it over to you, and it immediately starts beeping. more. Hmm. Okay, three, I give it back two, to him.
3: You just hold on to that for now. Why?
1: You're making this, you're gonna make this harder for us. Yes, my Enchantress, what can I do for
3: you? just, um, hold on to that and maybe don't press it for a while. Uh, Scourge Darling, what, where, where is this, um, sort of, uh,
1: control device? It's, uh, they're, they're tiny robots all through my system as far as I understand. Hmm. Is this
3: something I could affect with a healing
1: roll? Uh, you can try, but I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Mm. Though, Enchantress wouldn't know that I wouldn't recommend it, so...
3: Enchantress wouldn't know that?
1: Okay. Interesting.
3: Uh, so, uh, what was- what was Captain, um,
1: Captain Government here telling you all to do? Uh... Colleen is going to step up, and she's like, we're supposed to take down the King of New York. And the that city is... has been under his control. Okay. We don't really know. About 300 plus days ago, about a year ago, we had a horrible incident where the majority of superheroes in this city died in a massive fight. And as far as we've been able to understand, a lot of their powers got distributed into the population of Manhattan. Because fuck the Bronx. Due to societal different difficulty, they formed gangs, and this King of New York has been the person to unite all of them. Let's see. Uh,
3: uh, you? I gesture at John. Right, John. <laughs> the, yeah, John. the leader. How how do we um
1: how do we shut that uh whole um control system down? My enchantress, we can do that once they have finished their duties.
3: Ugh.
1: But how actually would you do it? I must return to base and get permission from my leader. Are
3: are you ma'am? saying you don't know how to?
1: No ma'am, I'm saying I don't have access with my current capabilities mm. in this location. Do you know what we need to have access to it? Uh this is where uh John Greycrow is going to speak up. He's going to say, uh oh, Yeah, no, I appreciate you trying to break us out of here and doing all of this bam, but what he's saying is the machine that's needed to remove the nano explosives from our bodies is not here. Hmm. We'd need to return to, uh, Thunderbolts Mountain to get them removed. Assuming we want them to be removed while we're still alive.
3: Uh, Jean, is that, uh, telling you anything?
1: Is he? Uh, the Talus isn't giving you a message right now.
3: Okay. Yes! This is part of it, just being dropped in with no information at all. It's really a great gig.
0: We should have asked, uh, we should have asked uh, the boss man why they don't fucking give us more information.
1: <laughs> Write it down for next time.
0: I am not going to. <laughs>
3: that <how laughs> was in the list of unhelpful questions I was thinking about. Well, I'm interested in seeing what this King of New York is. Uh, that seems to be pretty much the only thing we have going on.
0: Yeah. Uh, I see. What if we cowboy up with you guys?
1: Enchantress, is that what you desire? Yes. Then, yes, we shall cowboy up, as you say. Good boy. And, uh, as you guys are, like, getting this conversation, Uh, everybody roll me a uh, reason check real quick.
0: Oh, I did not pass that.
4: Uh, I got in the
3: yellow. Mm. I'm in the red.
1: Okay, so everybody except for Windigo notices that uh, the streets have quickly been encircled around you by people who are wearing... Uh, white geese with yellow belts and yellow goggles on their faces. And the uh, leader is a uh, man who comes forth in a complete yellow like the Bruce Lee Enter the Dragon suit. And uh, let's get some quick recognition checks on this guy.
0: Maybe this will be the one I pass. I Eleven! It was
3: not!
1: <laughs> Going to 79. Say? Uh, What did you get, uh, Enchantress?
3: 36.
1: Okay. So the only person who recognizes this sort of is uh, Gene. You recognize this as uh, Victor Alvarez, who uh, in your world, he's pretty different, but he has the uh, power of chi manipulation. Wow. Uh, For those of you playing at home, uh, he is also the second Power Man. The second Power Man? And uh, he's still subsequent... Yeah. Oh. With uh, completely different powers because Luke Cage started just going by Luke Cage.
3: Oh. I would yeah, like to- was... The more you know.
2: Also more like yeah. Power
3: Boy. I would like to snap and give the rest of our new team members, um, green sashes.
1: He does love sashes uh, Roll for that uh, check That's 96 sash. Uh Yeah you have made Very good sashes they are also Detailed like maybe sometimes When you make enchantments it looks like Very weirdly low res But no these are like beautifully crafted Sashes that everyone on your team has now
3: They've got some nice embroidery
1: What are you guys doing in dragon's turf
3: You know, we're just checking out the scenery,
2: just trying to see what's going on.
1: And you're here with, uh, this weird... Wait, first off, what team are you guys with?
3: We're a new team.
0: (laughs) We're the new Warriors.
3: Oh. Uh. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Well played.
1: Well, I've heard of the newer Warriors. So, uh-huh. what, are you supposed to be the retro throwbacks or something?
0: Can't you tell by our sweet jackets and headbands? Yeah, obviously.
1: I guess, I mean, leader of that group's got those uh, skateboards and stuff like that. Uh, Night Thrasher, I think his name is. So That
0: sounds like he's trying too hard.
1: Maybe, but we, we don't mess with them, they don't mess with us. They're, free agents so far in this city. But now, what are you doing on our turf?
0: I was gonna hit up a Popeye's.
1: You know the city is pretty much closed down.
0: I didn't. That's good information. Are you saying the Popeye's is closed?
1: Yes, I'm saying the Popeye's is closed. Where can
0: I get some fried chicken, then?
1: What about the Papa John. You're asking me where you can get some fried chicken.
0: Yes, please. Because you said the Popeye's is closed.
1: Yes. Just for reference, uh, Victor Alvarez is half black, half Latino.
0: I know. I just didn't think about that it would be considered racial because I had brought up that I wanted it already in the conversation, and he would.
2: True, Luke, you're the one who's making it into a thing.
1: <laughs> oh, this.
0: You need you need to reconsider some of your uh, some of your approaches in life, Luke. Ah. <laughs> <sighs>
1: uh. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Vic,
0: anyway, I'm sorry if that appeared to be racially motivated. It's not. I just know that in where I'm from, there's usually a Popeye's around here, and I'm hungry.
1: Where you're from, what, what, what's that supposed to mean?
0: I'm from Canada.
1: Well, maybe you should head back north then. Okay. Now... Who are you and what brings you to this town? Are you are you literally just going to tell me that you guys are the new warriors? Yeah, no. we don't have
0: Popeyes in Canada.
1: Well, what is your duty here in our territory? Walking. Walking towards... I've Stop. already
0: explained that several times!
1: You're saying that you're looking for chicken in a city that has essentially been closed down for a year.
0: Yup. Well, I didn't know it had been shut down for that long. I'm sorry.
4: Maybe the King of New York has some, uh, chicken?
1: See, now, now, this is what we are, uh, looking for. Are you guys looking for the King of New York? Maybe. Are you looking to overthrow him? Because I see you there with those, uh, people who, uh, based from, uh, what hustlers said, seem to be those government agents we were hearing about.
3: I don't know. I haven't met the man yet.
4: I mean, just because a guy's named U.S. Agent doesn't Uh, mean he's working for the U.S. government.
1: (laughs) John Walker's going to uh, say, Mistress, should I tell them that we are with the government?
3: Uh,
1: no, baby. Victor is like, no, he literally just said he's with the government.
0: He wasn't sure which answer he would give, because you seem a little threatening right now. And even though we're not with the government... Wink. I winked to everybody. Uh, we, he just wanted to make sure that you weren't going to attack us. You seem a little aggro right now.
1: Why did you just wink? It's a tick.
4: He has nerve damage.
1: Okay. The Avengers charter that the dragon signed onto says we are not supposed to randomly attack civilians who have wandered into our location. You want to leave here or you want to get your chicken or whatever, right? Yes. Yes, please. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to need you guys to do us a favor. Are you willing to do that?
0: What's the favor? What the favor? Do you want some spicy?
1: No. I, yes, I do. But that is not the point. There is, a, uh, there is a school bus full of children who got caught up here. We have been working to get contacts across the Harlem River as well as we can to get the uh, kids out of here safely. They were caught up here when they were in for training. We've not been able to get them out so far, because things are complicated in this city. So if you guide this bus that we put together across the Harlem, get them out of here. We'll let you move through our territory for free.
3: Oh, okay. Do we have to pay you otherwise? Yes.
0: I think it's easier, guys, to just go down, literally down the street to Harlem. Just to go down Adam Clayton Powell Jr. Boulevard.
4: Well, we're heroes. We have
3: to save those kids.
0: And right?
3: bus full of children. What could go wrong?
1: Plus, we, uh, control all of this territory down to about Martin Luther King Boulevard. So, after that, you're in, a brand new territory.
3: Bring us the kids. <laughs> okay.
1: I will do that. And, uh...
3: That was less rumbly than I was hoping it was going to be. When to go just eat him? <laughs> oh.
0: I mean, normally you guys tell me not to. I'm getting mixed messages here. Jubilee is gone.
4: As the new idealistic teenage girl leader, <laughs> yeah. I say no eating people.
0: That's gonna be a problem for me.
1: Uh, so, the uh, bus quickly gets pulled up, and uh, it is currently on. 145th Street, so you guys should be able to go down 145th Street Bridge without any problem. Well, as far as you know, there should not be a problem with that. Excellent. I could go wrong.
0: Yeah, let's Let's all go to the Bronx, I guess. mm -hmm.
1: Hopefully there won't be a rumble at the Bronx.
0: The movie title is Rumble in the Bronx.
1: Should we change our name to the Jets? Well, Jets aren't real. Are the
3: Jets a green
1: color team? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that could work.
3: Let's be the Jets for this neighborhood. Then we can pick something
1: else once we get to the next one.
0: Sure. But I swear to God, I am not pretending to like the Yankees.
1: Are you going to put a a Jet insignia on the back of everyone's jackets now? No. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way.
0: We'll just stay with...
1: From your first switchblade to your last day exactly yeah. we're
3: just the inexplicable green team
1: my favorites so uh
3: i am gonna paint some green decals on the bus though
1: uh what are the decals going to look like um
3: just uh, little portraits of each of us
1: oh like is it more of a stencil
0: or is it more like a sweet airbrush?
3: It sort of—it looks like a um, sort of um, uh, freeze, a, uh, a carved uh, relief kind oh, okay. of that that's sort of blocky,
4: tasteful
1: uh, pictograph, sort of like the uh, obey poster. Yeah,
4: just to get all our John Carpenter movie references in.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, oh, if, if we're going that. No, I in like the uh, Andre the Giant. Uh, Obey imagery, but yeah, that's another here nor there. Uh, so who's going to be driving the bus? Teenager. Oh, Teenager.
0: Do you know how to drive? Because we can teach you right now.
1: There's nothing horrible about driving a bus that requires a special permit or anything. <laughs> I've
4: like got telekinesis. It's I can move the cars out of my
1: way. And now we're essentially having car boys in the podcast. <laughs> Complete the full McElroy podcast set. So you're going to be uh, psychically lifting the bus to move in instead of actually driving Well, I can drive
4: it, but Cinderella if I Amanda see rides? a car
1: coming, that's too close. I can just be like, beep! Uh, there are no other cars currently on the road.
0: Well, this seems pretty easy then. She's driving. I don't know why you're making this a thing, Luke.
1: Yeah, well, let's do some driver's ed. I just want to get the right imagery of this. Okay, so the rest of you are riding in the bus? I'm riding on the bus. Same. On top of it?
0: On the roof. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And, uh, so you get down about a block. It's fine. And then as you, uh start to move past Malcolm X Boulevard You start to see some people who are uh, watching you who uh, don't look really happy at the what you're doing.
3: I wave they at them. Most, they <laughs> I was going to say win. that I waved. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Flash and a peace sign. Uh, uh, oh, are you guys also bringing the uh, Thunderbolts team along with you?
3: Of course. Uh, is that... Wait, what's the Thunderbolts yeah, team? Yeah.
0: They're the ones you enchanted.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 of course.
1: So, yeah, they're all riding along with the bus as well.
3: I, I've invited Scourge to the roof if he wants
1: to. He's really, really concerned about how you're acting. <laughs> and you're not entirely sure why. But, uh... Yeah. As you're, uh, passing, uh, moving towards the, uh, Harlem River Drive on, uh, 145th Street, more of these soldiers appear, and when you get to a Harlem River Drive, the, uh, soldiers are blocking the way. And, uh, one of them calls out, you can leave the kids here.
3: What What's their, uh, costume look?
1: Uh, they look like, a uh, Soldiers.
3: Hmm.
0: Are you saying we should just leave children with weird strangers? Because that doesn't seem something like
2: we get
1: karma for. We're the weird strangers.
2: Shh. We're good weird strangers. We don't know what their affiliation is. Uh,
1: well, this whole this seems to be their entire aesthetic. And, uh, they've got get- pointed at the bus now. So, how do you guys want to respond?
3: I kind of want to teleport the whole bus, but that seems like it could go horribly wrong.
4: I could it telekinetically like the shield thing. the bus.
3: Is there any way that Jean could sort of um, assist my teleportation?
1: Uh, how so?
3: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that just seems like a telekinesis thing. <laughs> Yeah, maybe Jean could shield it, and we could just keep driving.
0: Yeah, I think that might be the best choice. Agreed.
1: Let's mow these soldiers down! <laughs> Great! Okay. So, uh, you guys are going to run after all of these soldiers?
3: Yup! Sure! Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> You're cool with that, right, Jean?
4: Uh, sure, if it protects these kids.
1: Uh, yeah, so you rev up the, uh, engines and just start, like, slamming the gas, or slamming the, uh, gas. You also, like, slam the brakes for a second just because you're still learning how to drive and (laughs) teenage drivers.
0: Jesus, Luke, what do you have against hashtag teens?
1: Nothing. They're a vital part of our playing game economy. And uh, so you slam on the brakes. They're going to start shooting at you. So, Jean, roll me a uh, reason check to get that car rolling.
4: We got a 63.
1: So, mm-hmm. the green. Okay. So yeah, you get that across. A few of the people die, but uh, there is going to be some damage that goes through the windows here. Uh because you know it's a School bus, it's not necessarily made for, uh, getting shot at.
0: Um, it's a school bus in New York.
2: In 1970s wow. New York. No,
3: we we know we're at least past the 80s because music died then, remember? Oh, you're right. Okay.
1: So, Enchantress, mm. you are taking a shot. And, uh, Wendigo, you are also taking a shot. Wendigo, it is not going to affect you because... No, these are not really good machine guns.
3: Can I throw up... Enchantress,
1: you're going to be taking 10 damage.
3: Can I throw up an energy shield?
0: Can I I move my shield, like my... Can I cover her with my cap shield, too?
1: Uh, You guys were also working on holding onto the bus as it suddenly sped up. And uh, you did not say that you had your energy shield up earlier, Enchantress. So you can put it up after getting shot. If that's what you'd like to do to make that shield as the bus drives back. Is that fine for you? Sure. So roll me that uh, energy shield check. That's not. Not good? No. Uh, yeah, so you haven't really been shot before. You do not enjoy the experience. And so when you're trying to cast your spell, you uh, know, bullet makes your uh, arm sort of flail around and miss. But uh, you guys get across without taking uh, any more shots. And you're able to drop the kids off across the uh, street where there are a bunch of soldiers who set up a blockade on the bridge. And you're able to get the kids off of them. And uh, are you going to drive the buzz back now? not looking really good.
0: Should we just try teleporting?
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Go for it. Wait, so we're
3: at a blockade?
1: Yeah, uh, on the uh, other side of the Harlem River.
3: And we dropped off the kids, you said? or. Yeah. Okay. So now we just have the bus? Correct. Um, cool. That is in the green.
1: To uh, teleport away? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, where are you trying to teleport to? Where um, we were before?
3: Do we know where the King of New York is right now?
1: Nope. No.
0: Trump Tower? <laughs> Hashtag topical.
3: Um. Where did they say that rumble was going down?
1: Uh, that was the rumble with the boomerangs? Yeah. City College, um, was that? Yeah. Uh, that was going to go down at City College area.
3: I mean, we didn't have any instructions to bring the bus back. So, yeah. let's just go to City College. We put the club on.
1: And are you guys uh, going to be uh, taking the Thunderbolt team with you? Of course.
0: Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, you are going to do it. But, uh, Enchantress, when you attempt to, uh, teleport, you feel something that, uh, grabs your magic, like your spell that's supposed to open a portal, and it redirects it so that when you, uh, get up, you find yourselves in, uh, what seems to be a large park next to a river, and standing in front of you is you question mark question mark question mark and that's where we're going to end episode one